Hello and welcome. My name's Stephen Dickens and you're listening to the I'm a Mainframer podcast from the Open Mainframe Project. The Open Mainframe Project is a Linux Foundation collaborative project and we're focused on driving adoption of Linux and open source on the mainframe platform. I'm joined today by my dog in the background, but also by Sebastian Wind, who studied at the University of Leipzig and IBM champions. I'm looking forward to this conversation. Welcome to the podcast, Sebastian. Hey, uh, welcome. So, Sebastian, just to help the listeners out, if you could maybe give us a brief introduction and a view into your background, that would really help us out here to get started. Of course. Um, I studied at the University of Leipzig and I was also an intern of the Linux Foundation. Um, and I focused on enterprise computing and we also had a, a real mainframe at our university. So we could play around with the hardware and everything. And that's uh, what made me en enthusiastic about mainframes in general. So Sebastian, that's really interesting. Tell us a little bit about kind of your first experience. University of Leipzig is a fantastic university that's worked with us for a number of years. Just give us your sort of first exposure to the mainframe and tell the listeners kind of you're logging on to a screen for the first time. Talk us through maybe that experience a little bit. Yes, um, our professor um, told us about mainframes in, in like the first year and I was always uh, curious about those machines that uh, run large banks and stuff like this because I was quite sure that it couldn't be some computer like the one that I had. Um, it could be something like this because it all, always crashed, you know, and that that's what made me interest, interested. And um, well, the first time when I logged on and I saw the screen, I thought this is like, it's, it's a joke or something like, it looks weird and uh, I didn't realize that uh, this is it, like this is the real thing, you know, that most people work on it and um, how powerful it actually is. I didn't realize that. So just, you know, you're logging on probably to a 3270 screen, kind of what was that first few moments? Was it really that unusual to what you'd seen? Was it Linux? Was it ZOS? What, just maybe give uh, us a little... Was, um, ZOS. ZOS. Yes. Um, so you were logging on via a 3270 onto the mainframe. How did that yeah, kind of... Yeah. As it, in, how as it felt? Well, I, I was used to like um, very graphical applications and stuff like this. And the, the better it looked, the, the more advanced it is. Like that's the mindset you have as a student, I guess. And this was like it was pretty weird and all the controls were, were pretty weird too. But I managed to uh, learn more about it and now I know um, most of the utilities, you know. So, and um, I think a few, a lot of our mainframe listeners will be aware of the journey you went on. But maybe if you could just explain a little for the maybe people who are listening to this that aren't mainframe experts, was that a two-hour journey, a two-day journey, a two-week journey, a two-year journey to become proficient on the mainframe. I think that would be interesting to get your perspective yeah. of somebody completely uh -huh. fresh to the platform coming on for the first time. 
Well, I started out with the courses at the university and then I, I read about Master the Mainframe and this was um, interesting for me because they claimed this would be like real world challenges and stuff like this. And I wanted to see if um, uh, everything I've learned is this, re is this the real stuff? I wanted to see if, if this is the real challenge, you know, what they teach me. And yeah, I started out to be quite successful and was first for the German, Austria, Switzerland region uh, two times and then became a global winner uh, in 2017. So it was basically, yeah, I guess two years. So I mean, talk a little bit through that master the mainframe. I know a lot of people have come through that program, but just give your experience. That's obviously a big program that IBM runs to get college kids onto yeah. the platform, but just, just maybe elaborate. Cause I know a lot of people listen to this and then are considering whether to apply for that program. So maybe just give us your experience mm -hmm. there. Well, for me, master the mainframe was very important because I, I could uh, like, um, see where my skills are like can i be competitive with with the rest of of the new mainframe generation and yeah so and the whole experience was was quite fun you know it's, it's like a game a little bit like game and you can develop your skills and read about it yeah so Maybe let's get a little bit more current, Sebastian. So you've come through Leipzig, you've come through the Master the Mainframe. Talk us through kind of that transition from doing the internship at the So maybe let's pause. You mentioned that you did the um, internship at the Open Mainframe project. Can you maybe just elaborate on that a little first? Um, yeah, I, I applied for the internship um, and was how, how can you say elected <laughs> or something um well and then i was on the other side of of like the mainframe you know the, the linux side and i already knew about linux of course but um, the combination with with mainframe was very interesting for me and i ported over a monitoring tool and it was a great experience and yeah I also got to, to Whittlebury through the program and I could give a short presentation about my internship there. So, so you came through the internship program and then came out to the Guide Share Europe event in, in Whittlebury Hall in the UK. Yes, yes. And how did you find that community? That's a, I, I know that community personally, but how did you find uh, kind of the, well, the, about the 500 mainframers yeah. in the one place? <laughs> how did you find that environment? It's a great community and um i've met mark wilson who's a great guy and all the other people so it, it was a really good trip for me and through the trip i also met wolfram kreis and i uh, joined his european mainframe academy and did a train trainee course there so it was it was awesome so then you've you've come through the University of Leipzig, you've done an internship at the Open Mainframe Project, you've been to a big community event where there's 500 sort of mainframe people, you, you've kind of established your role in that community and got onto some of the programs, you've done Master the Mainframe. Talk us through then as you're 
moving from being a student into the workplace, how that worked out for you? Well, um, I saw a lot of mainframe customers in, in Germany and also um, visited them through the European Mainframe Academy because they have their on-site meetings always at uh, mainframe customer sites. Uh, so I looked around and I was wondering who's, who's like the best um, workplace. And then I also met guys from Datev and they are very in innovative. Like they have always the latest stuff on the mainframe and that's how I got in. So give our listeners a view what you're doing for Vantiv now, what your day-to-day -day role looks like and, and, and really what uh -huh. your transition from being a student into the workplace has looked like. Well, it, it was almost seemingly because I did my master thesis as, at Finance Informatik um, in a DB2 group. So I... I kind of like uh, worked there already. And then I uh, moved to Nuremberg and joined Datev. And there I have multiple projects and they are also very interesting because on the one side we have that batch scheduling system for the payrolls, which is ZOS and more like the traditional um, mainframe workload. And then we also have um, projects on, on the Linux side, like we, we try to build, uh, to set up an open build service from SUSE and get our containers on, maybe on every platform we want. And one of those platforms is also uh, the mainframe, of course. So it's interesting you talk about the containers piece. I think that's becoming a more and more relevant conversation as we see people look to deploy more cloud native applications on the platform. What's been your experience with that particular realm of technology on the mainframe? Um, yeah, I think, yeah, it, we are, we are pretty much, um, we try to get the platform in a good position in, inside the company and that this is one essential thing to get done. And yeah, that's maybe also, uh, I hope it will be a huge part of the future of the mainframe platform in, in our. Sebastian, tell me a little bit about what you're doing with deploying containerized workloads on the platform and, and kind of how you're deploying those at Vantiv. How's that working out for you? Well, at, at the moment we deploy those containers on x86, um, hardware and there's there are no plans yet to 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 get other platforms um, involved too but we hope to get the flex flexibility and to do this in the future yeah. okay so tell me a little bit about what it means to be an ibm champion that's not something we hand out easily so just maybe give give me a perspective of of kind of how you got engaged in the program what that means what you're doing to advocate be really good to hear a little uh -huh. bit more so the listeners can understand about that program. So yeah, um, the reason I am IBM champion is because I'm very much in, involved in mainframe education. So one, one major thing in the mainframe world is that we need new, new skills and new people to join us. And I'm connected to the universities and create courses and care for their systems and try to teach um, interested students 
and also to get them in the mainframe business to give them new opportunities and therefore we have the academic mainframe consortium and this is a group of um, mainframe customers and um, universities who are engaged in this field and and who are helping us like with for example with uh, mainframe hardware um, so we are getting one z12 enterprise class for leipzig at the moment from t systems and i'm organizing um, the mainframe swap now and try to in install it yeah. so thank you for your efforts i think the community would thank you for it sounds like you've been on that journey you've been the recipient of help from the community it's managed to help you get a job and build a career and now you're trying to pay that back into the community to help others come through. Would that be a would that be a good summary of, of kind yeah, of your yeah, journey? Yes, yes. So Sebastian, I think that's been fantastic. I mean there's some really interesting points there. One of the other things I always like to ask of the guests on the show is as you look forward, you know, still at the early part of your career. Where do you see the mainframe three years, five years? Maybe you're lucky to maybe think mm -hmm. 10 to 15 years from now. Where do you see the business going? Where do you see the technology going? And, and really what gets you excited about the platform? Well, for, for me as an enthusiast, I would all, always host my stuff on a mainframe, like if I had the cash or something. Um, but the the business side in, in the company, the, it is it is tough you know you we have to position the mainframe in a good way to get new workload on it and uh, yeah the competition from from other offers is is quite um, hard you know and it's all about to integrate the mainframe inside those heterogeneous IT landscape I guess so would you see there's any particular technologies or things that you're interested about that you think are going to be coming to the mainframe over the next few years that you'd maybe sort of call out as being particularly interesting? Um. I appreciate that's a tough question. <laughs> it's, la it's late on a Friday afternoon for you here in Germany, so I'm asking you the well, tough ones. No, no, it, it's okay. I mean, I think the mainframe still has some some advantages already inside it um, that other platforms don't cannot offer at least not in the quality the mainframe can so but so you would you once I, I, I wait for ibm to deliver i guess <laughs> if, if so let me maybe ask the question a different way if you could have one wish for a piece of technology on the mainframe maybe what would it be uh, to install um, directly on the hardware, not Alpa anymore. But I guess that's a bit weird. But I would like no, to have a, the, okay. the last 10% uh, of performance again. <laughs> okay, that's, uh, that's a good request. That's a good request. So maybe, uh, maybe sort of one final thing, and, and you get to ask me a question. What would be your question that you would ask me uh, um, okay, can you unlock the Z12 for Leipzig? Like it's it has a bad license on it. You can I can ask and I can go and have that conversation. I mean, I'm happy to do that. I was thinking more generally. I mean, I'm happy to help with that one, Sebastian. But maybe uh, 
maybe a more a more general one that would inform the listeners. I'll take that one as a specific one as an IBM where I'm I'm happy to help. We do everything we can to support our community. But maybe if you got a more general question, you'd ask me. That's a tough one, right? Yeah. Huh. I, I mostly have very specific questions. So. <laughs> I think we're going to end up having a conversation after we finish the podcast. But now, is there any is there is there anything you're interested to know or, or or sort of see that maybe I can help with? Um, well, I guess I, no. I just have specific questions. I mean, I would ask like. We use Cloud Foundry. Can we get a proper port to to Linux on Z? So that's an interesting one. I mean, a lot of the cloud tooling is an emerging space for us on the platform. So I think, yes, there's some good work going on in that space. And maybe I can connect you some, to some people in the community who are doing that work. One of our um, platinum sponsors, Agent, uh, is Suze uh, and there's a gentleman there at Suze called Mike Friesenegger. Mike's a fantastic platform advocate um, and if you don't know Mike he would be somewhere I would uh, somewhere I would direct you. Um, there's also one of our distinguished engineers from an IBM side who chairs the technical advisory committee, a gentleman called Ingo Adlung. Uh, if, you, if you don't know either of those gentlemen I'm happy to connect you Sebastian and I think you're certainly asking the right type of question around Cloud Foundry and where we're going with cloud tooling on the platform. So I can get you connected to both of those guys. So Sebastian, this has been a fantastic journey. I think you're a poster child for how we want to bring new people onto the platform. You've come through some of the programs. You've done the internship from the Open Mainframe project. You've done the academic um, initiative.